welcome to the Imperfect Parent Podcast, and I'm an imperfect parent. The pressures from all directions to be perfect can be overwhelming. They come from family, friends, social media, and can be very difficult to deal with, especially if you feel like you're on this journey alone. Well, that ends here. You are not alone, and together we will become a village and community by building strong foundations in which the relationships with ourselves and our family can be built on. I'm going to share with you the stories and knowledge of parents, professionals, and authority figures who have been there or have the knowledge, tools, and resources you need to find out what works, what doesn't, and what's next. So let's go. We got this. All right. Welcome back to the Imperfect Parent Podcast. And I'm an imperfect parent on a journey to find out what works, what doesn't, and what's next. Today, we welcome back Kate and Tanner from The One Relationship. And I'm super excited to have more time with them to really dive in and talk about what they have going on. So uh, let's get right into it. Welcome back, Kate and Tanner. Yeah, thanks, man. Good to be back. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that we finished off on that last episode, and by the way, guys, if if you haven't listened to it, definitely go back and check it out. Talked about some really good things there. But one thing that I wanted to bring up was it doesn't take a whole lot of steps. It's that first little step that you got to take and then things will start to build upon that. So I don't know, maybe just expand on that a little bit on, you know, just that first step, maybe. I would say the first thing that I did to just help in improving the trajectory of my life, I was still single, but it was, it was just picking up a book called The Compound Effect. Mm -hmm. Like it just, that was such a game changer for me. I, I really spent, you know, my adult years, I was a, a single professional in New York city, uh, with, with a career that people like still are, you know, dying for. And, uh, to this day, and I, you know, I was there for 18 years and it was just, it was great, but I was like, there was just something missing and I couldn't figure out why things weren't happening the way I wanted them to happen. And, you know, working towards things that I wanted in my life, right. Having those goals. I'm like, why aren't things just falling into place for me? I'm busting my butt. And I picked up this book and I was like, Oh, Oh my gosh. Okay. Now I get it. So I think that's really, you know, that first step, it's just maybe picking up a book, you know, pick, pick up a book and, and, and just say, okay, I'm going to make one, one step to improving myself because the way you're going to improve your, your marriage and the way you're going to improve your relationship with your spouse is to start with yourself. I mean, it's why we call it the one relationship podcast, because it starts with yourself. You have like, we, I mean, we talk about this all the time about, you probably can say it better than me, Tanner, but how we, you know, mirror what, what's within ourselves, right? What we see in other people. Oh, it's the, I mean, so if you've ever yawned and then like somebody yawns back, right? That's mirror neurons. Like this is, this is science. This is neuroscience. And so um, our, our view of the world is based on the lens that we have. And we're just constantly sort of validating the view that we have by the actions that we put out there. And so many people, myself included, 
sit around waiting for people outside of us to change and you know if if they would do something different and we're i mean we are aren't we all just experts at what everybody else could be doing better you know again ourselves included. sometimes in the parenting space people are experts yeah <laughs> yeah and and i think that's i think actually it's really interesting for your audience and just kind of the context that that we had here for you know the audience and and what your goals are Dwayne, is that there are a lot of opinions, right? In parenting, in relationships, in a, just, you know, being a freaking adult <laughs> in, in 2020, right? There are a lot of opinions. And the good news is there are a lot of resources, right? We, we've lived through the information age. We've built the internet. There's a course for everything. There's a book for everything. And at the same point, we have more people feeling more stuck and more hopeless than ever before. And so it's like, well, what's the, what's the disconnect here? Why, why do we have this? And um, coincidentally or not, the compound effect was the first book that, uh, that I, I actually listened to it. I back before like audible and audiobooks were a thing. I don't even know. I think I got the CDs off of Amazon <laughs> and I ripped them on my computer. But I very vividly remember listening to that in my, my little two-bedroom apartment and uh, just hearing these things and being like, oh, wow. I mean, very like Kate and I had very similar experiences with that being our first book. And subsequently, you know, dozens of books after that with, with new and different ideas and just different perspectives. And, um, and I don't like, again, there's so many books. It's not necessarily about like, oh, you have to read this book. It's more about the fact that like, you have to take responsibility and control of your life if you want a different outcome. If you yeah. don't want a different outcome, that's fine. Just know that most of us really don't want to hear us hear you complain about the things in your life being the same over and over if you're unwilling to, to take a step forward. And one of our, our mentors, Bo Eason, which is the, the conference that we met at, he says, when you chase your dreams, you collide with your destiny. Mm -hmm. And I've always loved that saying because for me, it can feel like, oh man, I wanted, you know, a different relationship or I want this thing. Or, you know, for me, I'm a, I'm a divorced. I was a single dad. And now I, you know, a dad sharing my daughter part-time and struggles with my ex-wife and, you know, all these things. We were actually just laying in bed last night talking about how crazy some things that have yeah. happened in our life that have been drastically in our favor over the last six months yeah. because of things that we did a year ago that we never could have predicted. And we never could have made this stuff happen on our own accord, but we did our part. And whether you believe in God or whatever your belief is, I just believe that when you start to take a step or two or three in the direction that you feel is best in inside of you, God lays the carpet out for you. Like oh, he, yeah. he will meet you he on the you. journey. He wants you to win. And, yeah. and it oftentimes never looks like you think it will. So I would just say that for anybody that yeah. feels stuck in starting, start somewhere. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't, there is no right. And, yeah. It's only what's right for you right, right now. And you may find that one book or one seminar or one relationship or one conversation or one uh, podcast, one podcast <laughs> exactly, you know, <laughs> leads you to 
something totally different. I mean, I've got a list of books and podcasts and gurus and people that I have listened to over the years. And I'm like, oh, because I listened to that person, then I found this person. And because I had that idea, then I started studying this thing more. And it's just a stair step of things that that propel you forward, but you got to take that first step. Yeah, and, nothing's going to happen if you do nothing, right? That's right. it. <laughs> you, that you, is predictable. You need to move. Right. <laughs> and then, then it will meet you. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's yeah. excellent. So you guys have started doing some coaching and working with some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. What are you seeing? Like, are you seeing <laughs> trends? <laughs> what's what's going on in behind the scenes here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we do uh, primarily, you know, two on two. So we both work uh, with uh, with the married couple, a husband and wife. One of the things that we've realized, and I think we mentioned this on the last episode, is uh, is around vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people get very stuck in the day to day. A lot of people, and this was even something for Kate and I when we met, are sort of bound to their stories based on history. You know, things like, well, you don't understand this happened. They did that. We had this situation, this thing, you know, like everybody's got a story about what happened to them in the past, whether it's with their spouse or something that happened to to both them and their spouse, whatever it is. And it's like, okay, like I do understand and that stuff's important. But again, like you'll never move forward if you keep holding on to the anchors of the past. And so one of the first things that we do with our clients is talk to them about their vision and where are they going? And we sort of frame it as like, hey, if we were to take a vacation with you called your life, (laughs) where would you take us, right? Like, where are we headed? Let's talk about that. And maybe there's some detours and maybe there's some pit stops and maybe you decide, you know, you wanted to head to the mountains instead of the beach. But if you never set out on that adventure and never define where you're going, it's very hard to get anywhere. Yeah. And I I would just say, you know, when we touched on with the past, the last episode is, is that Uh, childhood programming. Mm. So if you can just recognize that you and your spouse come from different families, uh, which has its own, you know, history, right? Generation to generation. uh, We've learned that what happens presently affects seven generations later. So you think about you know, when you come in and have this conversation with your spouse that might be uncomfortable or tense, like you're not just having it between the two of you, you're having it with like everyone from your past, like just coming in and your relatives, you don't even know any, you know, and, and because of just that connection, that human connection that we have. And so when you come in and you, you're talking about uh, that particular situation that's upsetting, remember that the other person is is coming from a place of what's been in the past, what's been sort of programmed. And so we're gonna, you know, you wanna just sort of work through that particular situation and then always come back, but what's the outcome here? You know, I want, I love you and I want resolution and let's, let's, okay, this is, this is a tough topic. We're gonna keep working on it but let's make sure that we keep staying focused on where we're going, right? And keep focused on that that vision because it'll really help you to dial back that specific argument 
and be like, is this really necessary? Do, do, does it need more attention? Cause sometimes it does, or does it not? And say, no, but let's get back to, let's get back to where we're going and what, what does our future hold and what are we yeah. working towards? Yeah. Like I had an episode a couple ago with George Bryant and he, we talked a lot about uh, awareness Mm. like pausing in the moment being aware of what those feelings where they're coming from and then you know moving on to where you want to go that vision right. or whatever so right. it's it's always a work in progress right like that's that's hard work even just to you know bring your to acknowledge what happened in the past and then and then move on from it <laughs> but you can yeah. move on that's the you thing can. like you don't right. need to hold on to it right right yeah yeah. I, I kind of envision it as, uh, you know, if all of the stuff that you were holding on from the past was represented by a brick, and then you put each one of those bricks into a backpack, and you had to walk around with that, think about how heavy that would be. And I just, for me, I really like things where I can kind of visualize in a way where it's like, don't you want to unload some of those bricks? I mean, quite frankly, don't you want to just take the backpack off? <laughs> you know, like it's okay to just set it down where it is and, and be able to move forward. And um, I, I think the other thing I'll say on this, uh, since I jumped back into it and I have this thought is that the other thing we're seeing, and again, we've experienced this in our own relationship, is this need for people to be right in their opinion. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of at the mm -hmm. core of a lot of the arguments and disagreements. And it comes from a place where people think that their relationship is like a me versus you. We live in such a, we live in, you know, such a kind of divisive time right now, you know, here in the United States, it's all about the, the politics and one party versus the other. Uh, it's football season. So we've got this team versus that team, like pretty much in, in most parts of our society, we have created these, this me versus you thing. And the outcome of me versus you is that one of us wins and one of us loses. And so we see a lot of people treating their relationship like it's a freaking football game where somebody's got to win and somebody's got to lose. And quite frankly, like both people are losing, <laughs> you know, you're when, supposed when, to be on the same team here. People. Exactly. <laughs> like exactly. You're on the same team. <laughs> there is yeah. a, there's enough for both of you to win. Yeah. So yeah. when you, when yeah. you play that game, both people end up losing and, uh, and I, I, again, I like this visual of thinking about your marriage or relationship, whatever it is with, with the other person as like, we're planting a garden and there's Tanner who's a gardener and there's Kate who's a gardener. And then our marriage is this garden that we're working on together, but it's not my seeds versus your seeds. It's not who watered and who weeded. It's like, okay, we each bring something to this garden. And if we don't water it and we don't weed it and we don't tend to it, we're not going to have much of a garden here. And when something goes awry, we can kind of look at it outside of ourselves and say, all right, this is something in our relationship but it's not me versus you. And it's not one of us has to be right. And one of us has to be wrong. That's a big thing that we're seeing and, and doing our best to kind of, you know, get people to, to just stop and, and, and kind of come back and look at you married your spouse for a reason. Like it's, it shouldn't be your enemy. Right. Mm -hmm.
you could be you could be right or you could be happy. And I remember the first time Tanner said that to me uh, when we were dating. I think I don't even think we were married yet. And I like I flipped a lid she about was it. Off I, and I was, she was I got like, mad. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what is that? That's just such a silly statement. And it took me a little bit to to really understand it and embrace it. You know, I embrace the saying now because if you really have this desire to be right, then I challenge you to find out why. What is it that, that you need to be right in this scenario? And I'm not saying that you shouldn't, you know, stand up for some of the things that you value and that you want within the relationship and within the marriage and with it, you know, or how you're raising your kids or what that looks like. You know, and we we have some of that, right? We have some tense conversations because I'm like, no, like this is something like I I value and I and I want this to be. I see how it will be beneficial to our family, and so I'm going to stand up for it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to work on making sure that's instilled in in our household. Versus, I don't know. I saw something, and nope, this is how it was, and this is how it went, and I had, and like, so there's a difference, you know. And I think that was what I needed to just take a step back. I'm thinking about that statement. I don't need to be right about everything. I don't need to complain and be like, "You said you were going to do this, and and then I had to do it." And da da da. Like, you know, that just creates these day to day stuff that you're fighting over, you know, or or, or arguing over stuff that like really? Like why? So I, I challenge you if, you know, you're listening and you're like, no, but I need to be right. I need him to know, or I need her to know. Then I would say, take a step back, look in the mirror. Like, why, why do you want that so bad? Because that's probably coming back to that childhood programming that's going on. Yeah. I almost think, you know, over the last, well, it's, getting pretty close to a year here but over this last year there's been so many unknowns and so much chaos that mm-hmm. people you know grab those solid things and just be like okay I'm gonna hold this tight and this view is mine because it fe- makes me feel comfortable and like solid in what I believe but you got to make sure you're holding on to the right things <laughs> you know like right. you can't be like okay I'm just gonna hold this because I'm right well is it you know are you really holding on to the right thing you got to figure that out what that is yeah and that's why the vision is helpful right because then you know what you're right yeah and i think it's a good point real quick is is people do feel like they need certainty right uncertainty and especially in the last year and fear can cause anxiety and 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 it can really be challenging for people so i think that's a really good point and i think to you know your point Dwayne, like for your listeners to ask themselves like Am I holding on to principles, like principles about how I live my life, or am I clinging on to sort of, you know, ideas and things that could be perceived any different way, just because I'm looking to be certain in something? And and so if you're constantly kind of finding yourself in this churn of argument and and needing to be right about the small day-to-day stuff, maybe start to look about what principles about how you live your life, honesty, integrity, and love, and, you know, faith, and, and those, those areas um, that you can cling to for that certain. And if I may, Dwayne, I, just because we just recently had a conversation around just the, the current times, and like, it, it is sort of in my DNA to, if I don't feel 
prepared or aware or, or I've worked through scenarios, um, I, I feel anxious and, and panicky. And I know that about myself. So we, you know, we had a conversation where I'm like, okay, but if we can just talk through and f- come back to knowing what we're working towards, that's where you have your certainty, right? Mm-hmm. So again, coming back to your family, like what are you and your spouse working towards? Because in all the chaos and the uncertainty that happens outside of our control, you can then say, okay, yeah, cool. Like we've got some things to think about. We, we don't want to be totally oblivious about whatever, you know, X, Y, or Z, um, but here's what we're working on. And so then, then when you know where you and your family are going, that will create the certainty and will help create a calm because you're like, okay, we're going to just keep ourselves focused on this. And yeah. it's, and it's worked. And, and I just wanted to share that because that's literally like what we're going through. Right. And saying like, okay, we're focusing on this and it helps me to have some level of calm when I know I can get panicky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um- <laughs> My wife also gets panicky and uncertain. <laughs> so that that's the thing. You got to have that grounding where you come back to and, okay, this is what I can control and everything else, it can happen, but this is what we come back to and, and let it guide our decisions and, and right. whatever. So yeah, that's huge. Where do we want to go from here? There's so much I want to talk to you about, but you know, I know the, I can't have you all day. So no, it's all good. I I, I want to say there was something I I didn't want to keep going earlier with the the coaching aspect, and and I know we we talked, but 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 I'll take the opportunity to share. Like I know that we talked about in the earlier episode about you know therapy and you and your wife seeking out counsel. And uh, there was just something that is on my mind that I want to get out uh, on that topic, uh, which again is is not that you're broken and you need help. And quite frankly, I mean, we're all a little broken, right? Like we, <laughs> yeah. all, have, we yeah. all have some internal scars that, that we could work on. But I think beyond this getting help and healing and, and all of these terms that get associated with, you know, therapy or coaching is simply the fact of having somebody with an outside perspective. And that's why, you know, we've chosen to go the coaching route. We've invested, um, you know, both individually and together, uh, cumulatively, since we met, we've invested, you know, over six figures in in Mm -hmm. coaching programs and masterminds and literally paying thousands of dollars to get around other people that will be honest with us and give us a perspective that is in our best interest to move in the direction that we want to go because yeah and outside of ourselves yeah Yeah. you know your your family has an opinion your friends have opinions um your therapist will probably have a perspective and that's why we don't think that you know therapy or coaching or any like none of this stuff is mutually exclusive none of this is like well you know, like we have coaches and we meet with our therapist weekly, like we, and we get something and we get something different from each one of the coaches and masterminds that we're a part of. Mm -hmm. And we get something different from our therapist. And so I think having, you know, a small group of, of people that are really confidants that you can just say, Hey, I can be honest with you about my life. I can be honest with you about my struggles. I can share my successes and, you know, celebrate in those as well and know that you're going to give me a different perspective. And I think that's the other reason why 
you don't have to be, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of fake gurus out there now, right? There's a lot of, everybody's trying to sell something today on the internet. The more important thing than credentials is that somebody that you work with has life experience that's relevant to yours and that they actually care about helping you move in the direction that you want to go. And I know that uh, that's something, you know, from our previous conversations that we share in common, it's like, you've been through some challenging times, you see struggles with your friends and sort of your immediate circle who, who maybe hasn't seen the light as, as bright as you. And so you want to be able to start to put these messages out there and I just think that's an important thing for people to know that, you know, the reason, you know, you're doing this podcast, the reason we do our podcast, the reason, quite frankly, we're spending uh, dozens, if not hundreds of thankless hours, like working on things and producing content for people is um, because we care and, yeah. and because we know what an outside perspective has done for us and that uh, we know that an outside perspective can help other people. We all have blind spots. We all have things that we could improve on. And uh, I, I just wanted to share that as we as we were talking earlier, just sort of about you know therapy and coaching. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, I need an expert. Oh, I need somebody with these credentials. That's great. And if you have trauma and you have life-threatening situations, um, there are That's, absolutely situations right. where you need to seek a certain type of resource, um, but we could all use a, we could all just use a spotter, <laughs> you know, yeah. on, on the road of life that, uh, that, that can help us see things that we just don't see from, from our day to day. There's uh, a saying that you are the average of the five yeah. people you surround yourself with. And, you know, even if it's not in person, you can surround yourself with five people who are going to be your cheerleader and lift you up and want to see you succeed and see yep. you have this beautiful, healthy, amazing marriage and family. Uh, there are people who, who want to see that, like the three of us sitting right here, you know, like yeah. we want to see marriages and families thrive because as you said in the intro, yes. like, we know that if the family is strong and founded, then uh, then that goes out to our communities and it changes the society and the world, right? So uh, think about you know who you're surrounding yourself with, and sometimes it's not always easy to get around the negative people. You know, you've got to you've got to be a little bit more strategic about how. Uh, you work with those people because they might be right in your household or just, you know, family member that's around a lot or whatever that is. And we, you know, we recognize that then, you know, if it's that one person, find the other four, you know, like just keep finding people who will just lift you up and want to see you succeed. So that way uh, you keep yourself focused on where you're going, the positive, uh, and it'll help you be able to handle the people who are challenging and, and difficult in your life. Again, it just changes the the trajectory of of where you're going. Yeah. When I was first starting this podcast and getting into like the self growth, and then I was like, okay, I you know I just feel a passion to help the help parents in general, and it all felt so clinical and like, mm. you know, and so yeah. When, yeah. when I found you guys and started listening to your podcast, I was like, yes, somebody that, you know, actually speaks my language and you know, <laughs> I feel a little bit connected with. 
Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, I'm excited for the listeners to get to know you guys. And I think you have something coming up, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So we, uh, we're I'm doing so a five, yeah, we're doing a five day <laughs> challenge called arguments to intimacy. And it's really for married couples to create a deeper connection with better communication. Um, what we found is that, and especially as we talk about parents, but we, you know, we're seeing this with clients who, who don't have kids yet, but especially when you become a parent and you add those little monsters to your household, <laughs> it can really take a toll on the relationship of the adults. And, um, you know, we've, again, spent a lot of time on this and, and have really uh, developed some specific frameworks based on our own experience and, and what we've seen with our clients. And we're getting to the point where uh, there's only so much time that we have in a day. And so there's only so many, you know, private clients that we can work with. And we wanted to use this challenge framework as a way um, really as an, as an appetizer for people to see just kind of like we were talking about earlier that, hey, just making a micro commitment to, you know, come to a free challenge and yeah. listen to an hour of information each day and do 10 to 15 minutes worth of homework and exercise in the day, like just investing maybe 90 minutes at the max into yourself and your relationship each day for five days, that's that compound effect. And, and that's really will put people into momentum. And, yep. you know, it's that law that an object in motion stays in motion, right? And so the goal of the challenge is really to just help people get in motion. We know that the holidays can be challenging for people. It can be hectic for people. Who knows what, you know, emotional Christmas you know? apocalypse yeah. 2020 <laughs> looks like. like? Who knows what, you know, December is going to look like this year. But we've just become really big fans, uh, especially coming from the health and fitness world of not waiting until January 1st to, to think you're just going to get everything. And I just got to get through the Here's holidays. So we yeah. really like to help people get into momentum before the holidays and, 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 you know, blast into the new year already headed the direction they want to go and not awesome. wait and sort of feel that pressure of January 1st. So yeah, that's the, the arguments to intimacy challenge uh, starts December 7th uh, arguments to intimacy.com. Uh, to not the number two so arguments to intimacy.com will have all the information there and, and it's free we just we want people to come in and, and like i said get into motion and uh well, and, i'll let and, you say one other thing are you going to talk about community yeah i am going to talk Excellent. about community <laughs> um because again we're just talking about you know be, surrounding yourself with people who want to lift you up here's an opportunity to be with other couples who want to see you succeed they're there to support you you're not alone like it's so common for couples to really, and you know, as you're starting marriage or maybe you're 10 years into your marriage, like, or, or more or whatever it is, but like the journey is not easy. You are two very different people coming together. And I, this misconception or this projection that goes out into the world that marriage should be, you know, beautiful and, and blissful, which is certainly the upbringing that I had that I'm like, whoa, that's a rude awakening. Um, and, uh, what are you saying? Is it about me? <laughs> but really, right? Like we've just shared how Tanner and I come from such different backgrounds and then add in, you know, stepdaughter, stepmother variable that uh, is a whole other dynamic that, you know, that I just wasn't prepared for. So, 
come into our, our challenge, come into the community. We're here to support you. You're not alone in this, like knowing that every married couple has something that they're struggling with. So again, you don't have to be like on the verge of divorce. You just have to say, hey, we could probably take some pointers. Like let's surround ourselves with other couples who are on this journey as well. And uh, and we'll, we'll be there to support each other. And I'll say one other thing on that. Regardless of if it's our challenge or if you're hearing this and you feel like, oh, that like that would be great if my spouse would do that with me, they'd never do something like that. Again, whether it's our challenge or just simply the fact of what we were talking about earlier of just taking a step, you can lead the change in your relationship. There are many programs out there that sort of target like, hey, it only takes one person to change a relationship because it's kind of all about changing yourself and changing your perspective which we don't disagree with. We've just chosen to focus on the unity of the couple because we believe that by having both people work together, you can accelerate that growth. You can get on the same page. But if you're somebody that feels like, man, I'm, I'm really stuck. My spouse is not open to looking at things. They're not open to, to this type of stuff you guys are talking about that's fine. Like, don't let that be an excuse for you not to take a step. And it doesn't have to mean growing apart or divorce. It just means like, Hey, if you take a couple of steps, like they might decide to join you, you know, they, they might be just as fearful as you are and they don't know how to communicate it. But if you'll open that conversation, if you'll break down those walls, if you'll start to, to get into motion, they might join you. And for the people who are like, yeah, no, you don't understand my situation. Well, guess what? If they're not going to, and they're never going to do anything different, like you shouldn't let that be a life sentence to you to not be happy and, and to live that type of life. So like, I just want people to realize that yes, couples work and working on your marriage together is amazing but it starts from an individual level and everybody needs to do their part in it. So if, uh, if you're listening you, to this, yeah. chances are you've got a, a higher propensity and interest in doing something different. Yeah. Uh, so just get started. Just take the plunge. Continue to listen to Dwayne. Join our challenge. Like Just keep doing uh, little bits at a time to, to make those positive changes. And we'll make sure that uh, all the details are, are in the show notes so that way people can can come in, but yeah, arguments to intimacy.com. This has been awesome. You guys, I, I just love you. <laughs> like I'm, I'm looking forward to being in your challenge and yeah. looking forward to, yeah, seeing what, what you guys can do and really enjoying your journey. So everybody go check out Kate and Tanner and get to know them, get in their challenge and we'll see you there. Awesome. All right. Thanks Dwayne. Thanks so much, Dwayne. You bet. Thanks guys. All right, everybody. Thank you for making it to the end. I super appreciate each and every one of you who listens. I hope you get as much out of this adventure as I do. Remember to hit that subscribe button, and if you could leave a rating and a review, that would be awesome, because it helps the show reach more parents who may just need to hear this. Then head over and join the Facebook group. Type TIP Podcast in the search bar. This is where we will build our community and share our stories so we can learn from each other and not feel all alone, but receive support and encouragement to embrace being perfectly imperfect. Thanks so much, everyone. We got this.